This is Ahuka. Welcome to Hacker Public Radio for another in our ongoing series on LibreOffice. Uh, for the time being, we're focusing on LibreOffice Writer, the word processing package. And again, I'll remind everyone that pretty much everything we've talked about applies to any word processor out there, any of the Office packages that are out there, whether it's Microsoft Office, WordPerfect Office, LibreOffice, OpenOffice, uh, you name it, they're they all work pretty much the same, and, and so far I think just about everything I've talked about works the same in all of them. E even all of the fiddly little details of style properties that we went through over the last couple of uh, episodes. So, uh, what I want to do now is, is take that, we, we had a lot, and I, I realized the last couple of episodes were probably a little dry. Um, and uh, I, I hope you stuck with it, because we're going to start putting this stuff to use here. Uh, I'm going to show you how you can start making use of all of this. Now, the thing that you need to remember is styles are contained within templates. That is very, very important that you understand. Styles are contained within templates. So, I'm going to assume that you have created a default template, as we talked about several episodes back. If not, uh, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that again, or go to my website, www.ahuka.com, and take a look there. You'll see uh, directions on how to do this. But if you go to the File menu, and then go from File down to Templates, and then in Templates go to Edit, and that's going to bring up a window, and you can take a look and I see my default, which in my case, KOB underscore default dot OTT. Now OTT is uh, the abbreviation for an open office template or a LibreOffice template. You know, we, we've kept all of the uh, endings the same. Um, and uh, just as if it was a document, it would be ODT. Uh, D is in Delta. And uh, for a template, it's O-T-T, T is in Thomas. Uh, so that's the distinction there. So I, I take my default template, and I open that up, and, uh, and I take a look at the very top of the screen, and I see, yes, it's got my KOB default O-T-T. So I, I know I'm working on my template here. And the reason that's important is I want to make sure that everything I do is saved and available to me. Okay, And what I'm going to do here is I'm going to create a style and save it in my template so that I will always have it. And what style am I going to create on this particular occasion? I'm going to create a paragraph style. You say, well, wait a minute. Aren't these all paragraph styles? Yeah, and this is where it does get a little bit ambiguous. I, I agree. 
if you want to go back and modify body text or something like that. But I like Paragraph partly because, you know, I came to this originally from understanding the semantic structure of documents in web pages. And so I learned about semantic structure. I learned about information architecture there. I also uh, <coughs> learned about separating style from content there. And it was transferring all of that over to um, office programs and word processing that really kind of opened my eyes to all of this. So you know, if you know HTML, you know that paragraphs are functionally denoted by a paragraph tag. So angle bracket P, close angle bracket, and then you type out your whole paragraph, and then at the end it's angle bracket slash P, close angle bracket. Um, and that ends the, the paragraph. And then what you would do is in your style sheet, you would go in there and say, oh, okay, now my styles will have the following font and size and position and, you know, yada, 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 all the stuff that you'd want to have. And it's exactly the same here. And that's one of the reasons why uh, I just, it's easier on my poor little brain if I have something that says paragraph because functionally that's what it is. Okay? So, what I need to do is I need to right click um, in my styles and formatting, which is now, of course, anchored to the left side of the screen. We talked about that a few episodes back. And I select new. And up pops the uh, screen. And I take a look at organizer. And now it's saying, it's asking me for a name. And what name am I going to give it? Well, I, I'm going to call it paragraph. P-A-R-A-G-R-A-P-H. Then there's auto-update, and we talked about that. I will not check auto-update. That would be a very bad thing. Because <laughs> no, I don't want to modify one paragraph somewhere in the middle of a long document and have all of my paragraphs suddenly change. Nasty, nasty business. Then, what's my next style going to be? Well, in this case, you got to think for a minute. Uh, all right, how would I typically write documents. Well, what comes after a paragraph could be any number of things in any specific situation, but most of the time, the most likely thing is that I'll start another paragraph. So for next style, I'm going to click that drop down and I'm going to see because I've already typed in the name paragraph above, it already knows that there's something called a paragraph style that I could be selecting. And so it's there in the drop-down for next style. What is it linked with? Well, I said before, uh, I tend to link with nothing uh, because I don't want that inheritance problem to create problems for me. If I change some other style, then anything that was linked to it can be affected by that change. I don't like that. Category, where is it going to go? I've got a number of things. Uh, but uh, I'm going to put it in custom styles because this is something that I'm creating for myself. And it's not the only thing I have in my custom styles. Uh, you know, I, I mentioned last time we're going to spend a little time on tab styles because those things are a uh, little bit tricky and it's worth knowing how they work. 
Um, so, you know, I've got a number of those. Uh, I sometimes play around with other kinds of things. So I'm going to put it in custom styles. That's a reasonable place for it. Then the next tab is my indents and spacing. So for my paragraphs, uh, you know, one of the things we talked about, first of all, on the indent, do I want it uh, indented from the left side? No. Do I want it indented from the right side? No. So before text would indent from the left, uh, after text would indent from the right, I've got both of those set to zero. But then there's first line. I have my first line indent set to half an inch. That was how I was taught to do um, paragraphs, that you know the first line is always indented a little bit. Uh, and so I just automatically set that up and it's all in there. What's my spacing going to look like? Above paragraph, zero. And we talked about that before. Uh, I don't like to mix above and below. You can get into trouble that way, so I tend to do everything below. So above paragraph is set to zero. Below paragraph is set to 0.18 inches, which for the font that I use, uh, it comes darn close to being just a, a blank line. All right. Uh, line spacing, set to single. Okay, my, I want my paragraphs, generally speaking, to be single-spaced. Uh, you know, if I had a need for a paragraph that was double-spaced, I would probably just create a style for double-spaced paragraph. You know, once you understand how this works, it, it really it makes all kinds of sense. Uh, then, what's alignment look like? Well, you know, paragraphs are left aligned for me. Now, if you wanted to go with justified, um, you can do that. I, as I say, I don't, I don't typically like the results I get with justified. That's going to make your left and your right margins precisely line up, um, and it's going to stretch things out on the line to make it work. Um, you know, if you like that sort of thing, go for it. Um, I, I don't worry about it. Uh, text flow. Now, I could put in. Uh, check automatically for hyphenation and have hyphens put in there. Uh, I, I think that makes the most sense when you're doing justified text, frankly. Uh, so for what I do, I, I just leave that with no check mark at all. And what that means is I'm not hyphenating uh, unless I do it manually. And, you know, maybe I do that. But generally, if, if it's just the word jumps to the next line, I'm fine with that. It's not a big deal. Uh, I'm not going to put any breaks in here because, you know, paragraphs, just they come one after another in most documents and putting in a break just doesn't make any sense. But when I get down to my options here, keep with next paragraph does not make sense. I, I suppose you could do it, but uh, it just doesn't make sense because that, that would, somehow you'd be trying to keep all your paragraphs on one page. And I, I don't quite see where that gets me anywhere. But what I do is I check orphan control and I check widow control. Now we, we talked about widow and orphan uh, on a previous episode of this. So you know that what we're talking about here is that uh, with widow and orphan control, an orphan is a single line at the bottom of a page with the rest of the paragraph on the next page, and a widow is most of the paragraph on one page with a single final line on the following page. And widow-orphan control prevents that from happening. 
so the text will get moved so that the paragraph stays together unless there's more than a few lines here. Then I'll get to font. Um, and in this case I have chosen Liberation Serif. Now, uh, you know, fonts, let's talk about this for a second. Uh, liberation is uh, open fonts that, uh, if I recall correctly, were devised and um, offered to the community by Red Hat. Uh, I think I'm correct on that. Uh, and so they're completely open, there's no encumbrances, uh, you know, there, there's other fonts out there, uh, but uh, I, I like using open stuff as much as possible, and, you know, liberation gives me great results. Serif versus sans serif. Uh, and that has to do with the, the what I call the fiddly bits, all right? Uh, if you have a a, a capital I, if there's a little cross thing on top and a little cross thing at the bottom, that's a serif. Um, if you have a, a, a capital F and uh, there's a horizontal line at the top and then just a little tiny vertical thing at the very right, that's a serif. So there's those fiddly little bits. Um, sans serif, sans is French for without, so sans serif is a font that doesn't have it. So things like your Arial are sans serif and your Times New Roman is serif. Um, you know, but those are, those are not open fonts. Uh, I tend to use the Liberation fonts. Now I said last time that my heading was Liberation Sans for heading one. Uh, I, I like to use sans serif fonts for my headings, but serif fonts for my body text uh, you know, there, uh, I have read interesting articles about the theory of this. Um, if you think about it, almost all printed books, magazines, what have you, uh, the body text is always serif. Uh, I think there is research that says that printed stuff, it's easier to read if it's in serif font, particularly the smaller sizes. But, you know, you get to a heading font that's very large to begin with, uh, sans serif is fine. And there's also stuff about whether it's printed versus displayed on a screen and, and all of that. But, you know, we, we could spend an entire episode on that. Or, or maybe Klaatu will do one. He probably knows a lot about that. Uh, so, anyway, I, I've chosen Liberation Serif, um, which tends to produce a nice readable document when printed. Style is regular. It's just a plain old paragraph we're doing here. And I've set it at 12 point, which uh, I've... My experience is that's a very good size for something like this. Well, okay, font effects. I don't want any font effects, just a paragraph. Position, normal, that's the default. Rotation, zero, yeah. I, mean, I don't want to twist it around or do any of that. Um, outline level, uh, set that to body text. Uh, without any numbering. It's not a tab, so I don't have to do anything with tabs. Uh, I don't want to do drop caps, I don't want to do backgrounds, and I don't want to do borders, so I am now done. I say, okay. And I've created my style. Now, I'm still in editing my document. So what I do is I will now save what I've done 
right, in my template here. So um, I've saved my template. If I've done it right, I can now go to the file menu and select a new text document or control N, which does the same thing. And when that comes up, I should be able to look in styles and formatting on the left and go to custom styles and I should see my paragraph style. Okay? So, that is creating uh, a paragraph style and I think you're going to find that's pretty useful. Now we're going to create some other styles as we go and we're going to modify some styles and see how all of this stuff starts tying together. Okay? Uh, but I think this is enough for right now, so I'm going to sign off. This is a hookah for Hacker Public Radio, reminding everyone, please support free software. It's really important. Bye. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All BinRef projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.